been doing this since 2008. I don't really fuck up that much, but when I do, best watch out. Is that? Can you hear me? It's usually yes, I can. Can you hear you? I can hear me. All right, those are the (laughs) two most important parts of the podcast: that you can hear me, you can hear you. Yahoo! I feel like. I feel like I hear myself having a cold, like, in real time. I can hear it, like, in my voice. I can feel it's it like in my the, throat. the pre-cold. And it's like, it's the fork in the cold, where, like, you either go full-on cold, or you just don't, and then you're like, oh, yeah, it must have just been allergies. You just, like, We're deciding push it off. This show will decide whether or not I wake up in the morning feeling normal or feeling like i have a cold so we'll we'll see i think i think i'm already past that point but and if it's a cold that'll be impressive cuz it's been a while and now all of a sudden it's been two in like the last two months and i'll tell you if i got to live the rest of my life getting a cold each month well what it it's is is it's you don't actually interact with people anymore, so you no. don't get around any germs. So no. when germs get around you, they fucking immediately kill you. Well why are we putting me in in positions where germs are <laughs> like what the fuck? All systems go. Prepare for countdown. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Last off to adventure in the amazing year four hundred billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Kaboom! Hello and welcome to the Jamble. Today is Wednesday, January 10th. 2024, and my name is Matt. And I'm BJ. And this is episode 821, thejamhole.com. Check it out. That's the website. You can find all these episodes at, and uh, you can come hang out here each week when we do the show in the Telegram. You can say hey, like our friend Gav. Sup. Gav C, what's up? In the house. Uh, How are you feeling? I, I had to wake you. I feel Quite like abruptly we just before, discussed this before the show. Neither of us actually feel great. Okay. I feel all right. You know, I've, I've come to terms that once you turn 40, you never really feel great again, unless you get like, you know, good drugs or something. <laughs> but like barring any of that dopeness happening, like you just, you just aren't going to feel great anymore. That's, that was like your thirties. You felt like perfect. In your teens, in your 20s, and you felt great in your 30s, and now you just, you know, you you feel all right. You don't feel great. Maybe you feel (laughs) good sometimes, but usually not. It's just the weed talking. Well. And then it, and then your 50s, I don't even want to fucking imagine, imagine what the 50s are like. That's my dad must have knew something. He was like, I'm 50. Peace out, y'all. Fuck it. I'm done. I've done it. (laughs) I've checked all the checks on my list. I'm good. You know, I good don't. Good luck, y'all. I don't want to say it's because I'm getting older. Sorry about leaving that stain on the carpet. But I really think about shit. I'm like, all these people in life that just like enjoyed their life doing what they wanted to do. People judge the shit out of them. It was nice. You and know? they were like 
dead by their 30s or you know mid 30s sometimes 40s that's all it takes you know and like they all seem to have really good fucking lives because they did yep. whatever the fuck they wanted yeah i remember that and then they just died yeah you know like, some of us how do you feel about that do you feel like you would just like to do things and just die and not give a shit i mean i feel like some whether of us, it was 30 or whether it was 40 as long as you had a good time some of us just die metaphorically and you know some of us actually okay. take that dip and 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 they they're like that's i'm good okay i guess i've had my feeling the metaphorically like you're done oh yeah life's like since i turned 39 no <laughs> <laughs> i can pinpoint it to the day if you'd like uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just, it, it's this like never ending, like, oh, I'm awake now. I've kind of like gotten into this routine of doing the same shit every day, which is nice. I mean, I work from home. Things are cool. It's just like, I don't know. There's nothing really to get like super excited about anymore. Like when you tell me like we're sending a rocket to Mars or something, I'll be like, all right, that's dope. I'm, I'm kind of stoked on that. Now, but I mean, what if other... Elon called you personally and said, I'm sending a rocket to Mars well, and I would like all, you to be on it? That's silly. That would never happen. Elon would DM me on Twitter. On okay. X, okay. Excuse, excuse me. On X. <laughs> and he would, and then, and he, like, he would, yeah, he wouldn't call. Okay. Well, what if he gave it to you on X and then. <laughs> X couldn't <laughs> give it to you. What? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, would that you would then be, be exciting. exciting? That would be exciting for like a second. Then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I can't do that because I can't leave. <laughs> and then I'd be right back. But that's all right. I still find little little victories to get, you know, stoked about. Like today, I was listening to Big Picture Science. And I know we've mentioned watching Inside the Factory a little bit. Uh, there's this historical lady on there called her name's Ruth Goodman. I guess she writes books and shit. But she was on an episode of big picture science. And that made me like excited for like 10 seconds. I was like crossover. Fuck. Yeah. TV to podcast crossover. That's dope. I've never really experienced so that before. For people who have <laughs> not an old seen man. her. Uh, yes, there was this historian. I was very excited. <laughs> She's super cool though. And if you want to have a picture of her, imagine what you would think of like an old lady witch. Well, she's not that old, but I mean, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Like It's because she does all these, like, I didn't realize this, but she actually does like a bunch of reenactments and like lives that like 15th century Victorian Tudor life, I guess. Yeah, I can totally see that. Which is crazy because I don't, I, from what I've read, I'm not exactly a, a scholar on the subject, but it, it wasn't exactly like, all peaches and cream back then for the females. I mean, it wasn't for the dudes either, but the dudes, I think, had a little little better off than the women did back then. Living in castles, shitting in corners and shit, you know? It's just like the Tudors. I mean, did you ever watch that show? I know it's probably not super historically accurate, but I'd like no. to think it paints a nice picture. Not great, unless you were the king. And even then, I mean... Really wasn't that great. Well, it, it has its moments, I'm sure, much like anything. But, but not like it's not like she lives in a big community where that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. She just likes to look at history and kind of be part of it. 
You know it was super awesome. Remember last episode I mentioned that a bunch of these like <laughs> these fucking crypto accounts were getting their Twitter excuse me, I keep calling it Twitter. Their their X accounts <laughs> sim swapped. <laughs> so like everybody's waiting for whatever dumb reason. And I, I don't know. I I don't I mean I get it, but then I also like got into stuff for different reasons than a lot of other people apparently but so everyone's like in and when i say everyone everyone in this crypto twitter thing they're like crypto x (laughs) ecosystem community whatever uh they're all waiting for the etf to get approved right the bitcoin etf like that's the big thing and so yesterday (laughs) yesterday the sec account posts that the shit got approved and they posted like this pretty legit looking image of fucking gensler uh with a quote saying that like with this approval like the bitcoin etf will allow investors to invest in bitcoin and be safe about like all this nonsense that they they like to put on these little like quote boards so they sucked it it right into the banking system it looked totally legit and it and then like three minutes later or some shit they were like oh yeah our account was compromised the etf actually was not approved oh my god and on the chart you can watch the green candle from the approval and then the subsequent red candle from it not and then you see congress people tweeting xing xing at them like uh you know this is kind of the thing the sec is supposed to like protect people from like market manipulation and shit and then you like like you guys just manipulated the market so now you have to investigate yourself <laughs> for market manipulation because you fucking didn't. And then, so people start like kind of poking into the account. Of course, people are tagging Elon and they're like, Elon, like, was this account really like compromised or like did somebody or are they a post- bunch of lying cunts? Well, somebody might have just posted a or two early because today I guess it did actually finally get approved. Maybe. I mean, I don't even know what to believe anymore. Cause like maybe your account's still compromised. I don't fucking know, but it, it was just really funny to watch. Like you can watch these like waves of, of like, people just getting like into this thing that's happening and it is it's kind of historical right like fucking bitcoin getting approved by the sec to have an etf on on wall street basically like that's that's pretty fucking historical i don't think it's great like everybody else is like oh this is gonna save everything it's like mm, you're just kind of inviting in the group that like you're trying to build shit to get away from they just in, sucked like, you in like they got uh, you again not like i said not everybody got into crypto for the same reasons and sure not everybody is like oh this is i i, I don't know i i'm torn on it i think it's really it's really telling uh of they know they lost yeah and yeah. the only way they can know. win is by joining. Yeah, but I just don't think it's the savior that everybody is like, oh, now that this happens, it can go to 500,000. It's like, oh, right. you guys no, are I'm fucking saying from their, like, from the government end. Yeah. Like, they knew they well, were losing the fight. So the only yeah. way is to have you come. We 
we accept you. We're Come gonna to make us. this safer for you all. We're actually just gonna pump the fuck out of it because we have a whole bunch of Bitcoin that we confiscated from the Silk Road and a other very, very long other time fucking ago. places, probably from when the SEC hacked Mount Gox. You guys remember that? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. It, it's just silly. Isn't that like one cause... dealer down uh, like South Oregon? I don't remember what he was dealing, but he, they like they took like, it was like a million. Yeah. Just from the dude. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be doing that. That's just one person. I mean, that's <laughs> it's a very small amount. They'd definitely be doing that. Uh, you remember last episode we were talking about everything has plastics in it? And I don't know if this point was emphasized as much, but it's probably just Google being like, oh, you you like reading about all the nasty shit that's in your body? Like, here's some more fucking articles about dumb fuck shit that's in your body. Um, but this one's saying, like, specifically in our bottled water. And I, I couldn't help but notice you guys drink a lot of bottled water. So um, you're probably just, like, swimming with even more plastic. <laughs> <laughs> we are so fucked. You guys. You guys. Seriously. Seriously. Seriously, you guys. We're so Seriously. fucked. People don't think of plastics as shedding, but they do. They do be shedding like a fucking dog. Uh, in almost the same way, we're constantly shedding skin cells. Oh, bleh. <laughs> You just imagine all the microplastic in your body is actually just other people's dead skin cells. Bleh. You're welcome. Uh, they shed little bits that break off, such as when you open that plastic container for your store-bought salad or cheese that's wrapped in plastic. Marilyn Manson had a good song named Wrapped in Plastic, if, if I recall. That's <laughs> good shit. Uh, and as you probably already know, microplastics are polymer fragments that can range from less than 0.2 inch or 5 millimeters down to 1 25,000th 20, 25,000th of an inch or one micrometre. Anything smaller, that's a nanoplastic, and that's got to be measured in billionths of a metre. Uh, the study is exceedingly impressive, they say. I'll toot my own horn here, but my study is pretty fucking impressive. Uh, the body of work they put into it was quite profound. I would call it groundbreaking. That's Sherry Mason, Director of Sustainability at Penn State, Berend in Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, who was not actually involved in the study. So I guess it's okay. She says it was good. Uh, the new finding reinforces long-held expert advice to drink tap water from glass or stainless steel containers to reduce exposure. And that advice extends to other foods and drinks packed in plastic as well. Uh, Has she but are, ever drank water that, out of though? the sink in Butte, Montana? Have you ever Probably drank not. water out of the sink from Butte, Montana out of a stainless steel mug that's rusting? <laughs> <laughs> like, no matter what, you might as well just do what I do and just get your water content out of the rock stars that you drink because you're fucked either way. You might as well get like a little extra caffeine in there, you know, just that little extra boost. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know, man. Nanoplastics are the most worrisome type of plastic pollution for human health. Uh, experts are saying 
That's because the minuscule particles can invade individual cells and tissues in major organs, potentially interrupting cellular processes and depositing endocrine-disrupting chemicals such as bisephenols, phthalith, flame retardant, per- and polyfluorinated substances, and nailed it, or PFASs, and, of course, heavy metals. So, I mean, you're fucked if you do, you're fucked if you don't, so, you know. Pick your poison, as they say. I'm See? I'm of the mind I'm of the mindset that plastic makes everything better and that includes my insides, my gully works. I'm just reinforcing the strength and the elasticity, maybe, of all of my inner gully works. Okay. So, you know. We could go to, you know, our savior being um a water mm. thingy, mm. Uh, mm. you know, like the thingies you used to. Oh, the reverse osmosis <laughs> water systems. And then you just put that water into a plastic bottle. <laughs> like, all right, I guess. <laughs> I, what, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess that machine is like I, all plastic, so it would still go through plastic. And the tubes are made pla- like you can't escape it at this point. Like we've so over-engineered everything, utilizing this amazing fucking substance that it's just yeah. yeah the pipes your water goes through. Yeah, they're either nasty ass fucking copper or they're goddamn plastic or some other form of. So yeah. there and forth, your water bottle is no different than That's your what I'm sink. Saying. I just drink out of aluminum, aluminum, you know? Oh, my God. When I was up in Missoula, I went to, you know, that Rock and Rudy's place? It's like oh, yeah. totally quirky and totally oh, yeah. fun. I used to you, love I that place. I could get stuck in that fucking place. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like go. a Spencer's, if you're familiar with that, like weird gifts, but it was more like hippie focused. Like, really cool stash boxes and records and posters and blacklight shit. Like, just full-on hippie shit. If Spencer's existed, like, 30 years ago, the shit that would be in there then is kind of what's in there now. Yeah. And I I used to go to the school that's the high school that's right there. Oh, yeah. So, fucking during break when I would be bored and shit, like, not hungry for lunch or whatever. I go over there and just look around. I get stuck in that fucking place all the time. But anyway, to the point of this was they had a water in aluminum cans. Nice. And that shit was so fucking gross. Nothing spells refreshing than cracking a nice cold <laughs> aluminum can of fucking water. It was so <laughs> gross. I had Charlie taste it. I I had my brother taste it. And they're like, this is fucking gross. Drinking anything flat out of a can is gross for me. Like there's just some, like if it's out of a can, it needs to be carbonated. Otherwise it just, it don't taste right. Like what the fuck is this? It don't taste right, man. Shit. (sighs) Yeah, I Uh, I can't even like when I think about that, it's fucking so gross. Did you hear about the astrobotic? Lander that was supposed to uh, take some uh, some body remains and plant them on the moon. What? 
there's this uh it's body called, remains yeah like uh the the cremated remains i think uh gene roddenberry from star trek his remains were on there uh science fiction author arthur c clark hmm some heavy hitters and a whole bunch of other dead people <laughs> they were uh trying to get their final resting spot out there on the old lunar surface the regolith I heard something got all fucked up and, in uh, space. I didn't know thing, that's what what is. The the astrobotic technology Peregrine Lander, I guess. Uh so they launched it in space and then had some uh they, they're calling it well they're calling <laughs> it a catastrophic tech issue, multiple issues. Uh, so they're so, not even like they're not even uh, sugarcoating it with the no, technical difficulty. Yeah, they called uh, it catastrophic. Wow. Yeah, catastrophic as in it's not you actually. No shit's real. <laughs> it's not actually going to the moon. It will be just <laughs> uh, just careening through the black cold vacuum of space, as they say here in the article. So I hope, I hope that wasn't like all their remains. Like, I hope you, you, like, half and half, right, just in case. Or maybe you want to keep some here for, like, historic... I, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be not great if they just, like, YOLO'd all the remains <laughs> out there. Because now, like, you don't have a, a second shot. And I don't know if the fan... I assume there was, like, waivers and, and whatnot signed... Yeah, I'm sure like, the family like, like gave this them up, part like, of this. Sorry, <laughs> but like you there can't. There are so sue many us. fucking ashes. You would, yeah. Unless you've had someone like hand you a cremated body, and it's more expensive. You would like, be like, what the fuck? Like a body makes that much shit right there. Like that's a lot of ashes. Yeah, and the heavier that shit is, the more fuel it takes, the more expensive it is. So I, I would hope that they only used like little like a little bit not all of the ashes but anyway uh it suffered a propellant leak and valve issue and that was uh that was it so she'll just be kind of floating out there in space so if it were you would That's you fucked. rather be planted on the moon or I'd would you bummed. rather be able to be fucking floating around space your I, mean, I, I for me it doesn't matter i i didn't write any great like science fiction i didn't star or create star Trek. like i don't I, it doesn't matter because i'm dead so like who cares right like but, at that point it comes down to what y'all prefer because y'all are the ones still still here right but if you knew it was dead like, like it doesn't matter i know but if, no matter okay <laughs> re let me regardless of anything would you la rather I know, travel space for the rest of fucking eternity doesn't matter or it doesn't matter listen <laughs> regardless of any last wish any anything that you may know any accumulated knowledge you've you've brought you know through through your ages with you once you're dead, like, that's it, I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, unless I'm missing something. If it's, like, third-person POV for, like, in forever, you know? <laughs> like, like when in the, in the first-person shoot, like, when you die, and then you're, like, kind of in that ghost mode where you can follow other fuckers around. Like, if it was like that, if <laughs> yeah, death was good. basically I did into, that in the, Fable 3, but into yeah. the void, I think that movie was called, when that happened. The kid, they're smoking DMT, and the dude gets shot, and then, like, the rest of the movie is just, spoiler alert, like, his fucking soul just 
wandering around watching his girlfriend get railed by his bet like all this crazy shit that happens in in fucking tokyo or or wherever oh my but yeah if if it's like that then i would probably say wander space just because you never know what i mean space is big but you're there forever so like i mean you might as well go explore Rather than just being stuffed in a sedentary, hole, sedentary in the moon, yeah, probably like stuck in a crater, like head first, right. ass you, up. You're in so a you cemetery on Mars anything. or on the moon, yeah, versus that. floating through the world or just like shoot the me universe. Into space. <laughs> fuck it. And it's it's not. I don't want to say it's funny because it is kind of whack that 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 happened but in a in a, a minor i told you so moment the, <laughs> dumb thing the, we did in the first place the so navajo nation the navajo nation actually protested against the launcher bringing human remains to the moon calling it blasphemous to many indigenous cultures and then they're like if you think that's blasphemous hold my beer <laughs> and then just fucking whoosh, right past the moon uh, these they say. I would like um, to know what the old old chiefs actually well, feel about he that. First, like new age. He said, "We view it as a part of our spiritual heritage, an object of reverence and respect." As the Navajo Nation president Boo Nigrin, in a statement, uh, the act of depositing human remains and other materials, which could be perceived as discards in any other location on the moon, is tantamount to desecration of this sacred space. Pretty so. sure there's nothing in any well, book about yeah. that. I'm just. Yeah. Sorry, we're all part Jean. of one universe. We're all part of everything. Sorry, we're all part Isaac. Of- we fucked up. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, baby. But you know. When everything's got you down, McDonald's, they're bringing back a fan favorite after four years. That's right. The double Big Mac. It's back. Four beef patties instead of two. <laughs> On a sesame seed bun. <laughs> if, I had to, if I had to like pick one thing that I needed brought back to like for, for humanity... <laughs> like McRib? Nah, dog. I need that double Big Mac. Unlike the previous version, this double Big Mac, it highlights McDonald's overhaul of its core burger offerings, which includes softer, more supple buns, adjusting its grill settings for a better sear. Yeah, right. And improving how the cheese melts. By using more fake cheese, we're actually improving. God damn it. If I want my shitty fucking McDonald burger, I want my shitty McDonald burger. Like I'm going there for that shitty burger for some reason, for a childhood reason. Yeah. I'm not going there because I love that. That's like I'm Gordon Ramsay checking out your shit because I love to go there. I love that it's a news story on CNN business. <laughs> like, guess what, fam? The double Big Macs back. Yo! <laughs> uh, last month, McDonald's CEO Chris Kempczynski, uh, he said that its customers are craving bigger burgers. Are they? Well, I think what they're craving is a diet. Not bigger burgers. I mean, they're probably not craving a diet. That's what they're they are needing. Probably craving bigger burgers. But I don't think you should get. I mean, I'm craving heroin, but you know, I'm not like going out <laughs> shooting heroin. You know, like show some restraint. 
Oh, you want bigger burgers? Are you sick of ordering eight double cheeseburgers? Hold up. We got you. Here's a double Big Mac. It's back. Now you can just order two. Uh, they say the coming burger, though, bigger shouldn't break the bank. Quote, we think our burger, we think we're going, we think we're going to be able to deliver a great tasting large burger at a superior value to what customers can get anywhere else. Oh, so this is their try and work around to them raising all the prices that's been pissing everybody off. God, God, you can't even fit that in your mouth. Americans are evolving to have larger mouths. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. Well, thank you. McDonald's. I watched the thing how they make the burgers Appreciate look fancy it. like that. Oh, yeah. And how all the food sh- photography shit is. Yeah, fake. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of those are pretty crazy. Like, not necessarily the, like, the images, the, the photos, but, like, how they do the videos for the commercials with all, like, the slow-mo fucking, like, water and like i don't know the, it, there was a whole whole video on that shit it's it's pretty intense like i i used to f- photograph a lot of glass and i never got like near that intense with they're like they got like five people on deck just like one to like throw the fan on the other one to like blow confetti and feathers at it or some shit then like another one they're like flicking the lights on and off with the water and shit and just yeah <laughs> they go fucking all out. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, you uh, you sent this one in. If you if you listening at home have any articles you'd like us to discuss, you can email <laughs> info at thejamhole.com or you can leave a voicemail at 406-204-4687. That's right. Uh, We're this back, w- baby. This one's called Yellowstone Tourist Gets Instant Safety Lesson. Oh, those are the best. <laughs> After wandering off boardwalk to photograph hot springs with an iPad. Oh, it's even worse. Like, tourist, okay, going off the walk, okay. And then not even using, like, their phone, but full-on, like, <laughs> iPad photography is the worst. Uh, and as you know, the ground in ge- uh, geothermal areas can be fragile. <laughs> and hot. With scalding hot water beneath. With a scalding hot water prize beneath. And about 20 signs that say, don't mm-hmm. go off the path with everyone yeah, at every that. spot. Imagine like-, like going down in quicksand, but then it's just like searing you. Like giving you that nice double Big Mac sear <laughs> that, that our fucking... <laughs> That our customers crave. God damn. I was getting emails every day and I was like, all right, what can I do to get these emails to stop? And they were like, double Big Mac. Uh, This happened, yeah, in Yellowstone after leaving a safety boardwalk (laughs) to take close-up photos of a thermal pool with his iPad. The visitor ignored the warning signs to get right up to the steamy water, but was swiftly apprehended by a park ranger who spotted him trespassing. Also, he didn't even fall in. God damn it. The fucking, oh man, the ranger was like out there. He got lucky. Stakeout. (laughs) Photos of the incident, which appears to have happened during the summer, went viral last week after being shared by infamous Instagram account Torons of Yellowstone. Oh, follow. (laughs) Fuck yeah. 
That I'll, does uh, sound like a good account to follow. Tour, tourons, like, like morons, morons, but yes. tour, T-O-U-R. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll be getting in on that that's, later. That's follow. Thanks. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to subscribe to your. Okay. Oh yeah, that that they have visitors chasing bears, trying to pet bison. That's been a good one. Those bison been getting people lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like they all had a meeting. I enjoy that. Like, right, oh, you know I what? was reading an article the Next other one day that, me. that they're talking about bringing bears into Yellowstone to prevent people from yeah. wanting to move near there. And you I was bring like, bears in, yes, people won't get out of their car. Fucking, yes, no people to move like, around the surrounding areas. Like they're they want to bring them in so people don't want to buy property near the area. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, move. fuck yes, okay. I love that one hundred. Uh, yeah. All right. They say twenty more than more than twenty people have died from burns suffered after they entered or fell into the Yellowstone hot springs. Damn. That's probably like one of the worst ways to go. Like drowning is definitely on my on my top top five (laughs) on my top five list anything that has to deal with like asphyxiation or suffocation unless it's like utilizing a noble gas or something so that it doesn't feel like you're at you know anyway uh i think like burning in fire unless you were a monk probably not great drowning and then yeah just slowly melting by hot spring quicksand but I don't know how long it would take you by the hot too springs long. quicksand. No. Doesn't matter. Too long. Like there are these jackasses that went into one of the hot springs to say that was right there, you know, not actually somewhere in the distance, right there on fucking Yellowstone. And they decided to go into little one of the geyser ponds. Yeah. For a little dip and we're gone. Just like. I think this might be a first, a, a, a jam hole first, um, but this one is called Sloth Encounters, accused of abusing sloths after undercover investigation. I don't believe we've ever actually done an article about sloths. I don't think so. Uh, being, being abused, certainly not. Uh, the Humane Society of the U.S. has accused Sloth Encounters Long Island. I guess it's a thing. It's a place you can go to have real-life <laughs> sloth encounters. Uh, they've accused them of physical abuse and poor conditions of captive sloths after conducting an undercover investigation. They captured disturbing footage of staff members hitting the sloths. The sloths kept in crowded situations. Conditions, like real just stuffing sloths in a box. Uh, sloths fighting each other. I bet that's something to watch, right? <laughs> I can't eat. Like, I'm trying to slow, picture this. Yeah, like, right? I uh, feel like they're slow until they get in a fight with you. And then they just like go ape shit, you know? No, they only have sloths like so seem much. Like, um, I don't what the know. fuck was that? Energy? No, well... <laughs> I feel like sloths would fuck some shit up though, because they got them like claws and shit, and those long ass fucking haymaker arms. Adrenaline popped in. (laughs) It could happen, but I can't. It's not. It just seems like it's it's one um, of those animals that's like totally just tricking nature. 
and then you fuck around and find out, and then fuck it just, it's like that's, Tasmanian that's... devil, you know? Like, it just fucking, yeah. Uh, they that also be the have... the tagline for wildlife. <laughs> fuck, fuck around, around and find nature. out. Nature. <laughs> fuck around and find out. Uh, they also have video of the business owner, Larry Wallach, allegedly grabbing a wounded sloth's head and neck. Not cool, man. Sloth Encounters Long Island is located on Veterans Memorial Highway in Hopok. People can pay 50 bucks to pet, feed, and hold the sloths. Yeah, the Humane Society, they said sloths should never be used in public interactions. <laughs> They're quiet, reclusive animals, and being handled by or even close to people can cause a sloth's blood pressure to rise. Ooh, and see, that's when you find out. You don't, that's you adrenaline. Don't, you don't ever want a sloth's blood pressure to rise. While sloths may appear compliant while being petted, they respond to fear by holding still and may actually be terrified. Huh. So maybe not. Maybe they do just, like, play possum. (laughs) Uh, Wallach converted a former pool supply store into sloth encounters and houses seven sloths, according to the Humane Society. Society also noted that between 2010 and 2023, Wallach was cited 28 times for EWA violations from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. In 2013, Wallach's AWA license was suspended for six months for several violations relating to animal care. Well, that kind of says it all that then. sucks, man. Sloths finally think they like got themselves a nice chill home and then all of a sudden this dude's like trying to get them to fight each other and shit like fucking fuck off man trying to fucking be a sloth out here shit yeah their energy level isn't for that they're like not really yeah I don't want to see like I don't the concept of them actually fighting themselves I don't like I, I'm curious the, I just I, the I don't, curiosity of like I don't want that in my search history necessarily so like how the fuck do they even do that (laughs) yeah after watching Um, all the nature shows we've watched so about them you remember the uh we mentioned i think last episode that mom grandma was gonna come down and visit my mama and then the door fell out of a fucking (laughs) a boeing 737 max yes sir and then all the flights got fucking canceled grounded whatever the fuck so that that's not happening unfortunately um the chat was like let's you guys get get mom on the podcast uh when when she does come so next time uh, y'all but I, next I did, time I did, it actually gets here i found it interesting that a portland high school teacher actually found the door plug from the plane the one that fell off and they were looking for it because the ntsb has to like you know figure out why the fuck it happened right and then i apparently in grounding all of these these planes and doing some actual fucking like checking on them Apparently, a bunch of them have, like, some loosey-goosey issues. So, you know? This is a big problem. This is not a... And it's extra funny to me that, and not even just my mom, but, like, there's a bunch of people that are like, this is terrorism. This is, like, internal, like, it's happening on purpose because sleeper cells are waking up and shit. It's like, ah, never, never attribute to malice. What can be left to ignorance or stupidity or something. How's that quote go? Like, I feel like it's more just people being lazy pieces of shit and just not giving a fuck. 
And also, I feel like a lot of it as well is is the industry itself being like, you know, go, go, go. Like every like fix it when it breaks, just fucking get the plane back in the air. Cause when it's not in the air, it's not making money, that sort of thing. Right. It's more of a money thing. They've already been bailed out like once or twice or something. uh, (laughs) You know. So anyway, I I just found it very uh interesting that that it's a lack of doing your job issue. Yeah. On a but it it may also be a lack of like being allowed to do your job. Like if you're like, hey, we gotta fucking take this much time and ground this plane to do this maintenance. And they're, they're like, well, let's do it uh, when it lands. Let's do it. Ne- you know, we'll do it next time. Right, and you then can be that good employee who's time, actually trying to do and your job. And just time, because the people above you. And then tomorrow never comes because it's always tomorrow, you know. And, and then, then that plane door and comes And then that off. door <laughs> fucking falls out. And apparently an iPhone got sucked out the window, too, and landed somewhere in Portland. And people found it. And it, like, was still totally working and, like, just. I have A-okay. questions about that, but... I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. The accident during the Alaska Airlines flight exposed a large opening in the fuselage and prompted the pilots to turn back to Portland International Airport for a safe emergency landing. No major injuries were reported. Uh, during his nighttime search, this guy, Bob Someone's Sauer... Someone's shirt got pulled off, too. He, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, that's some suction, you know? That's like a big old gaping hole when you're going that fast. That's... Yeah. Suck your little pecker right out, you know. <laughs> uh, teaches uh, physics. Physics teacher he spotted something by the trees he planted about 20 years ago. He said, quote, I noticed against the back property wall underneath that line of cedar trees that I planted something gleaming and white. I thought, hey, I don't belong there. That's not normal. <laughs> uh, he got closer, his heart thumping and saw what it was. The door plug nestled in the trees that appeared to have broken its fall. <laughs> I wonder why his heart was thumping. Like, what did he think he may be no, coming no, no. upon? You just see something random. You're like an old guy. You, you know, something out of the ordinary. <laughs> aliens, ancient aliens. Uh, I say it was unbelievable that the thing that people had been looking for all weekend happened to be in my yard. Well, I mean, that's why they didn't find it. You know, it was in your yard. <laughs> Uh, he reached out to the National Transportation Safety Board, the NTSB, who was investigators skeptical at first because an earlier find turned out to be just fluorescent light fixture. Uh, they asked him for a photo that confirmed it was, in fact, the America's most wanted piece of jetliner fuselage. <laughs> and they uh, rolled out to his house on Monday and picked it up. So it's going to the lab. Got to run some tests. I like how it was a science teacher that found this shit. Yeah. Physics, right? You yeah. said? Physics. Uh, the aircraft carried 171 passengers, six crew members, as it headed to Ontario, California, with only a few seats left empty, including the two next to the door plug. Headrests flew away, and frames were torqued on two seats. Well, that's good that the door first plugs. ones were fucking empty. Yeah. They're, that's always where I sit, too, because it's got a little more room. But you want the fuck out of there, too. I also like, don't fly anymore, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I've, I've been grounded. I turned in my wings. I never really liked flying. I've done it, like, fucking Flying's, three or four times. Flying, I'll tell you, flying pre-9-11 was dope as fuck. Flying post-9-11, definitely not so much, but still better than the train, and depending on where you're going and why, possibly better than driving but nowadays like i'll just drive i don't care 
Uh, not like trying train. to go anywhere anyway. <laughs> and they're starting to get these things called bullet trains, which oh, go yeah. faster. Yeah, that'd be better. Uh, they need to fix the tracks, though. Like that, that's concerning. <laughs> two cell phones believed to belong to passengers were also found nearby. Uh, so, good job, Bob. Bob was apparently a star with all his students when he found that. And since uh, he's a physics teacher, he actually used the episode to demonstrate some elements of physics to Fuck the students. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Bob. That's what's up. A learning moment. <laughs> a teachable moment. <laughs> You remember under- when we bailed out the airline company's kids? <laughs> Never again. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is uh, some interesting stats. The TSA has found a record number of guns at the airport checkpoints, and uh, about 93% of them were loaded. I know whenever I fly, I mean, you know, you always got to keep one in the chamber just in case. <laughs> Like, fucking people. Uh, for the third year in a row, record number of airline passengers' guns were intercepted by airport security officers before those weapons could make it aboard a flight. Airport security officers prevented passengers from carrying more than 6,700 prohibited guns onto airplanes in 2023. The TSA said 93% of the 63 6,737 firearms found <laughs> were loaded. <laughs> fucking America doesn't fuck around. Well, I mean, if I'm going to fucking bring my fucking, if I'm going to get my gun on the plane, because maybe How do you I'm thinking think that's, that's a even fucking... going to happen, though. Like, clearly, you have to go through I'm not metal stupid detectors, enough to think that I could. X ray, like, it's so silly. Like, you clearly, it's gonna, you just like, oh, yeah, that's just my fucking nine. It's, we're cool, right? America. Yeah, right this way, sir. Uh, last year, TSA screened more than 858 million people. Good Christ. Which indicates the agency intercepted 7.8 firearms per million passengers, a drop from 8.6 per million in 2022. Quote, we are still seeing far too many firearms at TSA checkpoints, and what's particularly concerning is the amount of them loaded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised more of y'all don't shoot your dicks off. Fuck. Firearms and ammunition are strictly prohibited in carry-on baggage. Passengers are only allowed to travel with an unloaded firearm, and only if they pack it properly in the front of their waistband. No, in a locked, (laughs) hard-sided case in their check baggage, and, of course, declare it to the airline at the check-in counter. I like to declare it really loud and assertive. I love when I'm My at the- firearm <laughs> is uh, in here. I love the couple of times that I've like been on the train and go into like baggage check to grab my bag. And I've run into, it happened up in Whitefish once and I think Portland twice. Oh yeah. That the one time this guy had <laughs> like, Three bows and two rifles that he's checking in. He's filling out all these forms and it's like he just keeps unloading shit off of his back. Nice. <laughs> and out of this little pulley thing. Like, no, that's my kind of dude right there. <laughs> it's like I'm going hunting. I'm like, I, I assume so. I bet you are. I don't sir. know. Do mm-hmm. I want to know what he's hunting nope. for though? Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting because usually it's the other way around and you find that the female in the relationship is the one doing the poisoning. But here uh, we have a former Mayo Clinic medical resident and poison specialist 
<laughs> who's been indicted on first and second degree murder charges in the fatal poisoning of his wife. My wife. A Minnesota grand jury charged Dr. Connor Fitzgerald Bowman with first degree murder premeditated and with intent and second degree murder with intent on the 4th. Adding on to his initial charge of just the latter count per statement from the Olmstead County Attorney's Office, Connor was arrested on the second degree murder charge in October over the death of his wife, Betty Bowman, a 32-year-old pharmacist who also worked at the Mayo Clinic. I bet that fucking family was lit <laughs> at first. Like, I, I'm, maybe it's just my junky-ass brain, but like all I can think of is like, them just getting fucking rocked on like all these crazy like cocktails. He's a poison specialist. She's a pharmacist. Like, yeah. Also a great song. Pharmacist, pharmacist daughter. No effect song. Kind of same idea. Uh, minus the poisoning, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, investigators said Betty was hospitalized on August 16th with symptoms initially thought to be a food poisoning. Of course. A criminal complaint notes she told a friend that morning she believed a smoothie she had the night prior with Connor caused her to become ill. Hmm. Hey, hey, hun. Okay, hey, Connor. Hey, hun. You want another? Uh, you want another smoothie? <laughs> hun. <laughs> hun. <laughs> However, okay. her dehydration and stomach distress rapidly deteriorated into cardiac issues and fluid in her lungs, according to a criminal complaint. Betty's organs then began to fail. She died in the hospital four days after being admitted. Hmm. With a sudden onset autoimmune and infectious illness, uh, they alleged in the obituary, and then uh, Connor there allegedly repeated the sentiment to the doctors and others while Betty was still alive, saying his wife died after a fight with a hemophagocytic lympho histiocytosis nailed it the rare inflammatory syndrome makes certain blood cells build and attack each other uh and can result in multi-organ failure hmm, not nice that would make it Betty's a whole lot easier the illness, to poison her they came back inconclusive though mm -hmm. then the medical examiner's office notified the cops on august 21st after determining the circumstances surrounding her death were suspicious uh, suspicions included Connor's alleged order to have Betty, quote, cremated immediately <laughs> based on his argument that her death was natural, an order the medical examiner's office halted. The criminal complaint also alleges the 30-year-old attempted to cancel Betty's autopsy and asked investigators if the toxicology analysis would be more in-depth than what was done at the hospital. Okay, uh, now that is a red uh, fucking flag. You guys aren't testing for uh, just like rattles off a list of things. <laughs> so you guys um, did a tox. Interesting. Okay, so you did a tox report, right? Well, uh -huh. when they send her off to the morgue and do an autopsy, are they going to do another one? And is it more in depth? I'm just going to come by, pick her up. We're, we got an appointment at okay. the cremators. Could we also just cremator? get her cremated like right now? I'll, I'll, Red I'll flag. Um, let's call her. somebody up here. <laughs> uh, upon executing their first search warrant and seizing his devices, detectives found Connor, who was a poison specialist, answering calls for the University of Kansas at the time, had been researching colchicine. Col 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 <gasps> oh, no, in your search history, dude. Come on. Colchicine. Colchicine. C O L C H I C I N E. Colchicine. Colchicine. Uh, drug used to treat gout, 
The complaint states neither he nor any of his co-workers had received any calls regarding this particular poison. Hmm. His browsing history also showed searches, including internet browsing history. Can it be used in court? And police track package oh delivery. Oh my god. As well. <laughs> you dumb fuck. As well as the lethal dosage and rate. And he will be finding himself on world's dumbest criminals mm. here very shortly. Uh, as well as the lethal dosage rate for certain substances. Six days before Betty's hospitalization, the complaint states he converted her weight to kilograms and multiplied it by 0.8. Weird. <laughs> Why would that be? This conversion, 0.8 milligram per kilogram, gets the lethal dosage rate for colchicine. Colchicine. Huh. Uh, the toxicology reports showed colchicine was present in blood and the PP samples taken from her the day she was admitted to the hospital, though no doctor diagnosed her with gout or prescribed the substance to her. This led the medical examiner's office to determine Betty died of colchicine toxicity in the manner of the homicides. Oops. Uh, the medical examiner's office said it received a call from a woman who said the Bowmans were having, quote, marital issues and were talking about a divorce following infidelity and a deteriorating relationship. Another woman allegedly said Connor, who Betty had said was in debt, said he was going to get a $500,000 life insurance payout Not as a result of his wife's death. Oh! <laughs> The first rule of killing your wife club is you don't talk about killing your wife club. <laughs> you definitely don't bring up any sort of insurance payout for at least the first six months, bro. Come on. Come on. You Good don't grief. ever bring it up. Authorities later found a $450,000 bank deposit receipt in Connor's home following his arrest. Uh, GoFundMe page raising funds for Betty's mother's oh legal fees, God. bills, and other costs remembers the young pharmacist as, quote, a light to so many people. Well, yeah, anyone who sells drugs is a light to everyone they sell drugs to. Uh, it's raised nearly 13500 of a $15,000 goal. So there wow. you go. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> right? I thought that was uh, was interesting. Like, he's working somewhere with poisons, and he decides he's going to go Google other shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, stop me if you, we have, we, I think we have enough time to do this. Uh, so stop me if you've heard this before. Are you familiar with persistent genital arousal disorder? Hmm? No. Just yay or nay. Okay. Uh, so, in the bedroom, I don't know where y'all are from, but around, around these parts... Things happen in a certain order, right? You get aroused because of what you feel, see, smell, touch, hear, right? Your yeah. body responds with physical changes, right? Okay. You usually get mentally excited too, okay? But sometimes that arousal, it can happen for no reason whatsoever, just out of the blue. You may get excited and even have an orgasm when there's nothing triggering the feelings, these changes, they can be frustrating and long-lasting. And that condition, my friends, is called persistent genital arousal disorder. <laughs> <laughs> just also, getting aroused for zero just reason. Just coming in your pants constantly, just for no reason whatsoever. Uh, also known as PGAD. <laughs> it's very rare. 
Uh, you may also hear it called restless genital syndrome. I have restless leg syndrome. Uh, I would like if hate to have that in my in my wiener or my nuts because it it doesn't it like I kind of wish I wish the legs felt as good as coming when you had restless leg syndrome <laughs> like uh the genital syndrome, but it doesn't. Uh, it almost always affects women, of course. Only a few cases have been reported in men. It's because we don't talk about that kind of shit. Uh, with other arousal disorders, you have trouble getting stimulated. With PGAD, you're excited suddenly and constantly. Do you have PGAD? No. PGAD? <laughs> no? Do you want? <laughs> no. You can't control your arousal even if you bring yourself to the orgasm. The feelings return swiftly. Persistent genital arousal disorder is different from hypersexuality where you think about sex all the time or struggle to control your sexual behavior. With PGAD, you're aroused even when you're not thinking about sex. Fuck, man. That just seems like your body would be overly... Oh, yeah. Used up. Overly... I don't know. (laughs) Just constantly in sleep mode. Maybe that's why you sleep all the time. Shut Maybe you're just up. constantly coming and then you're just like constantly asleep, but then you're coming and then you're asleep, but then you're coming, but then you're asleep, hmm? but then you're coming, No. but then you're asleep. <laughs> Are you sure? No. Yes, I'm but sure. Then you're coming, but then you're asleep. Maybe that's what your seizures are. Maybe it's just you coming and then you're asleep. Did you ever think about that? Yeah, I bet you didn't. No. Right, see? <laughs> Neither have my doctors. Well, so. I'm just saying, I'm not a doctor, but I will tell you about PGAD. You should phone your doctor and find out if PGAD is right for you. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Yes. I knew you were going there yes. right after you said it. All right. And the last article before we get out of here for the evening out of Sisters, Oregon. That's just down south. Uh, sister's resident, Matt Houston, his wife, and their two dogs, they're all okay. So just so you know, they've survived PGAD. No. Uh, but the first thing everyone wants to know before they say wow and laugh and shake their heads at what you might call Mother Nature's hole in one. And that is a large, heavy tree branch that crashed through their roof right into an upstairs toilet bowl. Boom. Uh How's about that shit? Could you fucking imagine just sitting there taking a dump ski, having a spliff, checking out what's going on on X, and all of a sudden you just get fucking impaled by a goddamn tree branch? I'm seeing in my mind two different scenarios here. Either your asshole neighbors didn't cut it, like you've been telling them, cut that, cut that, cut that. Or uh, can you your neighbors have been like, man, they should cut that. That's like and it goes right over your house. my fucking shitter. Thanks. But no, I couldn't That's imagine insane. it actually happening. Uh, a scary middle of the night shock for sure. No doubt. Sizable repair bill or two. Well, that's why we rent. But nobody hurt. Just jolted awake by a loud crash at 2.40 a.m. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, that was when the heavy, wet snow from an overnight storm combined with windy conditions just proved to be too much for one large limb atop the tree by the house. What if there was also a person up there watching you just go Just cutting pee it down and it like, I'll get this fucker. 
Acme chainsaw. That was the actual weight that made it. Uh, they say people don't realize when an object that weighs who knows how much, that big branch atop a tree that hits our house, it sounds like you got hit by a mortar. Uh, Houston, a work-at-home mortgage lender, recounted Tuesday evening. Even an arborist came out and did a, quote, great job, and before Wednesday's visit by the roofers, <laughs> it knocked pictures off the wall. There were chunks of the toilet seat down the stairs that ricocheted off the wall. But where and how it landed, not just the odds, but the what-ifs, come quickly to mind. Oh, yeah. And that's considered an That was a two to three hundred pounds. That is nature. That's 300 pounds of nature just coming right at you first thing in the morning. I'm saying your insurance ain't covering it. No, that's acting God. That's coming out of your, well, that's an act of God, all within the same. We're atheists, so I'm going to need you to cut that check (laughs) because God ain't fixing this. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. uh, That's it. Thanks for listening, BJ. Thanks for staying awake long enough to do the show. Uh, email info at thejamhole.com, thejamhole.com, that's the website. You can leave us a message, 406-204-4687. Come hang out in the Telegram uh, throughout the week, just in there, chilling, straight kicking it. Uh, you can find all my new music at imaginethesmell.org. There uh, should be a video dropping soon, I think, when uh, Robo gets that done. And another song coming out soon, uh, Minting on Stargaze, and it'll be up on Bandcamp, of course with the rest of them and uh yeah stay safe out there try not to get fucking slaughtered by any trees <laughs> and we'll we'll chat with you uh next week Motherfucker screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash Is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear, flexing broken knives I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knives And then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over the impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Leets tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east
this Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape him under the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served you are listening to the channel the champ the champ the channel.com <laughs>